0: T Mill, come out and play.
1: Play it. Hey, it's Kenny Anderson here at the Maitland Conservatory for In Tune with T Mill to talk about Jazz in the Park Huntsville 2018 coming in September. We're changing the status quo one voice at a time. Music, entertainment, children, and awareness. We're progressing and preserving the culture through real conversations with people who've had real success. Multicultural artists and musicians, models, entrepreneurs, innovators, and activists. This is Paradox East, and you are in Tune with Tino. Powered by the Maitland Conservatory.org. Thank you for listening to In Tune with Tino.
0: Right. Welcome you guys to another special edition of Intune with T Mill. This is a very special episode. And I say every special, every episode is special, but this episode is special. I don't lie to you guys. Uh, this episode as all episodes. I got the echo in my so it's throwing me off. This episode as all is about changing the status quo, is about making a difference, and about talking to people that are making a difference and changing the status quo. And I mean everyone from your neighbors to your public servants, to your educators, police officers, uh, musicians, people that janitors, everybody, anybody that's making a difference. We want to talk to on in Tune with T-Mail and this episode, we're talking to a prestigious gentleman, a man of faith, a man of action, a mentor, a servant who I'm lucky to call a friend. There's only 24 hours in a day, and somehow, he manages to get more work done in a day that most of us do in a month. He could be out here getting checks from GQ magazine or LVMH. Instead, he's on the ground floor, making change, ten toes in the streets. Instead of pointing his fingers and complaining in tweets, he's teaching in classrooms, engaging in the boardrooms, making impacts through his programs on both radio and television. He's been changing the status quo before I adopted the phrase as my mission statement. My guest on this episode here live at the Maitland Conservatory, degrees from both Oakwood University and AAMU, a small business owner, an entrepreneur, and community organizer. Serving the Rocket City in the Tennessee Valley through the Office of Multicultural Affairs. Ladies and gentlemen, Kenny Anderson is in tune with T-Mill.
1: What's going on, bro? T-Mill, what's up? What's up, man? How you doing today?
0: <laughs> man, I can't complain, man. Blessed and highly favored, man. I gotta man. tell you, man, I'm
1: looking for the guy that you were talking about there a moment ago. Like, was he coming in? St- was he coming in the studio? <laughs> right, right. Well, that's you, man. You do so much, man.
0: And it, it... It's one of those things to where once you sit down and maybe look back and reflect sometimes and you think, man, I've, I've done something, I've done a little bit, but I'm here to tell you that you've done a lot. You know, there's again, and I don't say that lightly because there's only 24 hours in the day and there's these things that we aspire to do, things that we want to do, people that we want to be, uh, all these things, yet we don't get up and do them. And I think you're one of those people that you just have no excuses. You get up and do it, you know. Uh, so welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me. Man. I
1: really appreciate it.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So we are here to talk about the office. We're here to talk about jazz in Huntsville. And for those of you guys watching on Facebook Live, shout out to Cody G. I see you in the building. Uh, JQ and everyone watching. We're here to talk about jazz in the park. And if you have any questions, make sure you drop them in the chat room and we will get them to Mr. Anderson. He is tagged in the video, so he will be able to get those questions. Uh, so let's talk about the Office of Multicultural Affairs and how it impacts the Rocket City. What, what is that?
1: Yeah, that's a great question because a lot of people either know it exists or don't know that it exists. And it's an area that they can actually connect with to really make some good things happen in the community, to really gain a sense of identity and purpose as it relates to what they're trying to do about nine years ago or so mayor battle launched this initiative in the office of multicultural affairs so people have to first remember this is a relatively new venture yeah it hadn't been around a long long time and my predecessor, predecessor brenda martin had this role for about four years of the first nine years um, she retired i got an opportunity to interview for the position when she left and was hired to be the uh, multicultural affairs director My main role is to be an ambassador to the community. I'm a bridge between the mayor's office and every aspect of our great community. And I say great because a lot of people that might even challenge out of question that I'll have to look at them and say, well, what are you doing? What's your investment? What's your role in making a community great? If it's not great, what can we do to work together on? If something's not happening, where can we maybe fill in the gap? And that's a big part of what I do. So it's having conversations with people, it's coming alongside, supporting them in what they're doing. It's collaborating between agencies. It's introducing one group to another group. So I got people maybe once or twice a week coming to me saying they want to start a nonprofit. They want to start some kind of initiative. And it gives me a chance to say, hey, have you heard about this? Have you heard about this group? Have you heard about this particular operation that's going on in this program, this initiative? because Huntsville, if it's nothing else, is resourceful. There's a whole <laughs> lot sure. of stuff going on in this community. That's and there are a whole lot of people that want to be a part of that process. So a big part of my job is bringing people together, creating energy around projects and conversations to really improve the quality of life in the community.
0: Man, that's something that I think should be in every city. You know, you, the word you use, ambassador, you know, a bridge between, you know, the city and the community you know, someone to connect that. And while I know that's not an easy job, um, I know that you've continued, you know, as well as Brenda, just continuing to do an incredible job by reaching out um, and not just waiting, you know, because you could sit in the office and wait for people to come to you, but you're out in the community, you know, you're out meeting people, going to people to let them know about this, that this exists and challenging them to make it happen. To say, hey, look, this is what we have available now there's no excuse. So th- that's, you know, what I like to think of it as. Yeah. Um Now, also, let's talk just real quick. I, I-, I love the fact that um, that you have a connection with Oakwood and, you know, studying there, graduating. And I spent some time at Oakwood for my, my middle school year. Um, I-, I was going to Stone Middle School at the time for sixth grade. Mm-hmm. It got pretty bad, and so my mother decided to enroll me in Oakwood University with my grand. Well, at the academy with my grandmother. My grandmother was the dean at the time, Patty Miller, Patty Landy, and I just think about all the great times on the campus. And so, what I always like to, you know, anyone that has a connection to Oakwood, what's one of your favorite funniest moments out there at OU?
1: <laughs> favorite funniest? Oh my goodness! Uh, you know, I spent four years there, and then. I kind of see the rest of my life as an extension of those first <laughs> four years because I've never really given it up. You know, yeah. I've been an employee at Oakwood. I've been a volunteer at Oakwood. I've had a radio show there for almost 28 years now. So, yeah. I mean, I've, everything that started there was an extension of that. You know, I'm sure there's some pretty funny things that happened when I was a freshman, sophomore. We used to have uh, food fights and huge campus water fights. It was an amazing time back in the mid 70s, the late 70s where people are still wearing afros and platform <laughs> shoes and bell <laughs> bottoms, you know, flared shirts and things like that, that you yeah. actually see now coming back, yeah. which is kind of funny how fashion rolls. But, um, you're know, okay, so let me say this. Um, you know, if you can imagine for a moment, yeah. a whole campus engaged in a water fight, wow. where they're using balloons full of water, where they're using garbage cans full of water, you know, <laughs> positioned in dormitory windows. As people walk under the the window, wow. they empty out that can in the water. You know, if you can imagine that That's kind of thing, crazy. it's hand-to-hand combat across yeah. the campus, you know, with water balloons. Nowhere safe. You know, nowhere safe. You know, and everything's a tool. So there's super soakers, there are all yeah. kinds of things going on. Wow. That was a lot of fun back in the day. And One of the reasons why I have the connections I have at Oakwood right now, and the legacy that Oakwood shared with me in terms of just being a part of that whole process people from all over this world that I know now is because of those fun times that we had together, man. Uh, We could study, but we could also let our hair down. Absolutely,
0: and and to have a good time, man. And and to be able to, I think college is one of those places, universities, as well as high schools, where you start to make those lifelong friendships. And there's people that I'm sure you as well, that we may not have talked in 10 years, but we see each other and it's like we never left, never skipped a beat because of those times that you had. Uh, Speaking of resourceful, one of the stories I remember or one of the things I remember was staying with my grandmother at the time. She was dean of Wade Hall. And I think about when people are trying to make money or they're trying to come up with a way to make a business and things like that. And they come up with all these different excuses. Staying at Wade Hall. And I could say this at the time because now we're past the statute of limitations, but I was <laughs> <All> staying, <laughs> staying in this women's dorm room. There were times where I had to do, take out the trash, or I would go bugger at her of office, or Mister Bell would need me to come help mm. him with something. So I'm in the halls of Wade Hall, and I'm walking around, and I'm, you know, I'm just running through the hall, you know, as a young uh, child in in middle school, and nearly every door, you had a salon at this room, you had a barbershop at this room, someone was selling cookies, yeah, and someone store, was selling right. DVDs, grocery store, clothing stores, beads, right. jewelry, every room was a hustle and everyone was, you know, study time, uh, tutoring, right. everything. And they had, they had hours of operation on the door. They had, you know, the menu, the prices, the phone number, everything. So very resourceful um for for people and children and and teens that are out there just to know that whatever you want to do you can make it happen
1: that's
0: right um now before we get into jazz in huntsville also whenever i would google the name kenny anderson you could imagine that a couple different kenny anderson's would come up and i know you're a sports fan as well so hooping on the ou at the ou gym on on a game of 21 You or Kenny Anderson from the Nets? You know, the old guy, old Kenny Anderson. Who would win in a game of 21?
1: I would. I'd have to bury that dude, Yeah, Shoot. Game of 21. Kenny Anderson's going down.
0: That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. See, I had to get him energetic a little bit. Get his blood going. So now we really, now now the interview starts. Roll. Fun fact, actually, he has a daughter named Jazz Anderson. Mm -hmm. So I think that's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. So before we get jazzy, because we're here to talk about jazz in the park, um, one question about voting, because we are in an election year, every year is an election year, but this one in particular is pretty big, you Mm -hmm. know, and why is it important for everyone to vote, not only just nationally, but especially locally? Why do you think that's important?
1: Yeah, I think that when you live in a community or you live in a region, a state, you live in the world, you Mm -hmm. have an accountability what goes on in that process. That means that there are people who are going to represent you who are going to make choices regarding your life, the quality of your life, the things that legislate your life, the rules that one abides by, the penalties that enforce because of certain kinds of things. And the voting process, to me, is a process that people didn't just fight and die for, but it's a process that really has the ability to leverage power and control and authority over certain circumstances. And I think that one of the highest callings of a citizen of this nation is to vote, to be accountable to that process, not just to sit back and evaluate leaders and their choices yeah. and the mistakes that they make or celebrate their successes. What are you doing about the process? Your vote does count. People that say that, that voting doesn't count are not well informed about the process. Say it again one more time for the people in the back. Absolute, people that say your vote doesn't count are not well informed in the process. Case in point, Exhibit A, (laughs) Doug (laughs) Jones, right here in this state, the reddest state of states in this state becomes a Democratic, uh, an elected senator from the Democratic Party. Don't tell me your vote doesn't count. In fact, people of color, in spite of the fact that we still experience lots of issues of oppression and subjugation and voter suppression is still alive and well. People of color have to recognize that one of our greatest voices today mm-hmm. and one of the greatest powers that we can exercise is at the polling booth. Wow. If we go out and vote because voter turnout is low sometimes, yes. we, can, we can come out in numbers and raise the roof yes. as a result of the outcome of elections. And we got to be more engaged in that process and recognize that we can make the shots. Yes, We can call the shots yep. and we can make a difference in life if we just get out there and hit the polls. We should be as rabid about getting to the polls as we are about getting those new Jordans. Yep. We need to be as rabid about getting to the polls as we were when we were talking Wakanda forever.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: and all of those things are great. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But voting should be your thing also. We
0: need that same energy. (laughs) You need
1: that same energy, that same power, conviction, purpose, and passion to make a difference in life.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys. So again, this is an election year. So I just wanted to, because again, it is important and I wanted to remind everyone of that. Not only myself, but everyone as well. So now talking about jazz in the park, man, I don't know about you, but I'm glad. I'm, I'm a little upset that we skipped over spring and we just went straight to summer. But I recognize that we're in Huntsville and this happens. You skip seasons. Yeah, that's a season every day in Huntsville. Right. You know, every 12 hours, it's a different change of weather. That's right. So with, uh, you know, being in the park and I, I kind of look at panoply as being the kickoff to, mm. OK, mm. finally, it's mm. time to get outside, have fun. And now it's time for jazz in the park. Um, what's the purpose of Jazz in the
1: Park and how did it come to be? Yeah, so I have a partner in Birmingham, Bernard Lockhart, who's the executive director of Magic City Smooth Jazz. They are a nonprofit that is totally dedicated to providing quality jazz experiences and music education workshops. And so they have partnerships with school systems in Birmingham and Pelham and Bessemer, Jazz and Anderson, a lot of other places. And every summer they bring in high quality, top-notch recording artists and performers to do concerts. Bernard called me one day and said, hey, I got a grant, this was in 2015, April. I got a grant to do a concert in Monteceno. I've got three concerts in three uh, parks around the state, Mm -hmm. and one of them is Monteceno. I'm glad we're coming to Huntsville finally, because we haven't come up above Birmingham. Mm -hmm. But I've been wanting to come into that area. And so, very successful event. It was D. Lucas saxophone inside of Birmingham, and Roland Gresham, who a lot of people know, vocal yeah. uh, guitarist, and it went so well. We came out of that experience saying, "Hey, we got to do this somewhere in Huntsville." Yeah, like let's bring it off the mountain. Let's put it in Central City, Huntsville. You got a park downtown? I said, "Yeah, there's one right outside my window." <laughs> <Right>. let's, <laughs> let's bring it down to Big Spring East. Yeah, and so we started putting something together in about three and a half months, and this is the absolute truth. We put out the publicity, got some partnerships, and actually had 800 people, about 800 people turn out for the first event, which was huge, considering that we didn't even have this on the radar at the start of the year. But this took place in August of 2015. Saxophone is Steve Cole, which a lot of people in smooth jazz will yeah. know Steve, came and performed, lit up the stage. Yeah. And we said, we got to do this next year. So immediately we be, we, get, we began planning in 2016 for a four concert series. We said, we're gonna park it in September. We'll put it on a back end of Concerts in the Park, which kick off, like you said, very right. Panoply starts in April, mm-hmm. and then Concerts in the Park go from March, I'm, I'm sorry, from May mm-hmm. until the end of August. Mm-hmm. And then we pick up the baton, yes. and we run through September with jazz, high quality jazz concerts. Yes. And so we're committed to making these concerts available to all people by keeping them free. We look for partnership in the community. Wait, We're, wait, wait, wait! All this is free ninety nine, brother, brother, free 99 <laughs> wait, wait. And a half. I mean, look, we, we, I mean, it's as free as freaking me. <laughs> you know, it's the free state of Big Spring East. <laughs> wow! You know, it, it's it is amazing because Bernard's vision with his nonprofit in Birmingham is that we don't want to we don't want to skim anything off the top, right? In terms of the quality of this event. We don't want to say, okay, we're going to have an event, but we're just going to plug local people in and we're going to hope y'all will be happy. We would be happy with that, but we thought we'd stretch it just a little bit and we'd challenge our community through sponsorships. Mm -hmm. Come on board and say, hey, you want to see high quality events for free to the larger community and have a couple thousand people out on a Sunday afternoon in a family friendly environment with a nice vibe? Well, the weather's like just about right because we've had beautiful weather we've been very fortunate for the last three years we're we're hopeful again this year and prayerful this year that will continue because we got five concerts this year wow it is amazing that we have focused on this quality event that we have committed to remain free for as long as we do it we don't want to ever have to charge money now what we do do is pass a bucket yeah. And we say to people while they're out there, hey, if you're enjoying what you're experiencing, just drop a few dollars in the bucket yeah. just to show your own personal commitment to what's going on. Show your belief in standing with us with yeah. something that we've done the heavy lifting on. Yeah. And they do, they they rise to the occasion and, and make some contributions. But we you know we go to the heavy hitters in town and say, hey, make this thing happen with us for us for us and by us. Yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. (laughs) And then we're gonna make this thing really spread in the way it needs to spread. So we're excited about the product that we've produced.
0: Man, and that just goes to show, once again, that when people put their mind to it, when they believe in something, they can make it happen. They don't have to wait for some big company to come in and make it happen. You know, people from the community, your neighbors, the people you work with, colleagues, peers, everyone can come together and say, look, let's make this happen. And at a high level to where states from afar can look and say man doing all of this for free you know that's this right. is a yeah. free concert yeah. you know this is you know and people that are in town especially here in the rocket city the way it's growing can can have some entertainment can can let their head out on the weekend bring the kids out and again enjoy themselves that's right that's i think right. the weather will be nice this year and i'm gonna tell you why <laughs> think about all the years panoply has happened it's yeah. always rained at it's every right. panoply right except this, this year, year It right? did not rain. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. I don't know if we need to get lottery tickets or what, but that's an indicator of something, yeah. something special of that. So I hope the, my friends and down there
1: can can take note of that. Let's hope uh, so. <laughs> so did you play any instruments in school? This is interesting. So in fifth grade, I played sax. Nice. I got so good at sax, I actually had a solo at the year end concert. Nice. I thought the saxophone was going to be in my life the rest of my life at that point. And mm-hmm. my mom and dad flipped the script on me. Oh. They sent me from the school I was in to a completely different school that yes. didn't have it, a band or an orchestra or anything. Oh. And so the music thing went right out the window. But for that one year. Yeah, yeah. You were the man. I, I put it down. <laughs> I set it off on the sax. Uh, yeah. alto sax, um, I was committed to practicing it. Uh, my sister played piano when she was much younger, but then when um, we got older, I was maybe 13, 14, 15. My mom thought she'd do the piano thing with us, yeah. but it was too late, man. I was uh-huh. gone by that time. <laughs> you know, you're a teenager, you kind of looking yeah. into the future yeah. at that point. You got to <laughs> <He's> practice. <old. laughs> uh, you know, I yeah. remember my teacher's name, it's a Bruce Potterton. Wow. A Henry Street Settlement, which is a famous. Yeah. Um, Lower East Side of Manhattan Music School. Yeah. Um, And um, it was not far from where we live. So I would walk up the street to his office mm-hmm. and, and take lessons. We did that for maybe a year or two. But um, yeah, and I think I think I remember the scale now. But that's yeah. about all I can get. <laughs> I think I remember the scale. I can tell you what the scale was. Yeah, that's about all I can do for you right now. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about.
0: We are at the Maitland Conservatory, you guys. So if there was a saxophone here somewhere, <laughs> I would definitely put him on the spot, but I apologize. <laughs> Somebody get Mario uh, a saxophone, you know. Alex Banks, come by if you're
1: watching this, you know, so we can go ahead and make this happen. And will like a kazoo, man, like that Martin show where... with Brother Man. Brother Man <laughs> was playing they that kazoo yeah. <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> so, man, and I also played the alto sax uh, all throughout middle school at what is now Campus 805 at uh, Stone Middle. So, uh, so yeah, man, I've, I've always had a love for jazz. I, I didn't get further than the classroom, but <laughs> that was about <laughs> it. So, the uh, now, what are some of the acts that we can look forward to at this year's Jazz in the Park Huntsville?
1: Wow, we got a monster lineup this year, I'm telling yeah. you. So, we got, I'm gonna give you the headliners. We're gonna open up the first weekend with Gail Johnson out of California. She is a phenomenal keyboardist, yeah. and we're just so excited to have her coming. Uh, We've got Adam Hawley coming the next week. He's a guitarist. We got Kim Scott coming the following week. She's a flutist. We got Brian Simpson, my man, Brian Simpson coming back. He's been here twice before for events that I've done. The public has not seen Brian Simpson. And this dude is a beast on the keyboard. And then Theo Croker on the trumpet the last week uh, with Carmen Lundy singing uh, as the opening act. We got Roland Gresham as the opening act. Tata Jazz out of... um, Florence areas coming to do their thing. Wow. Norris Jones is going to be opening up with his band. We're going to do the KO band, uh, Kelly O'Neill and the KO band out of Birmingham. So we got some wow. great opening acts, man. We got some really good stuff. And here's the exciting thing. We got music education workshops this year. Wow. Four of our presenters, our, our headliners, are going to stay an extra night in order to do a music education workshop in the Huntsville City School System. That's we have incredible. partnered with them right now. I think we're working with AAA, Columbia, Jemison, and, and one other that we haven't identified. We hope we'll get the fifth performer to also do that so that we'll have five music education workshops to go along with this great wow. event. So not only
0: again, you know, I, and again, another phrase that I adopted from you, a party with a purpose. Yep. This not only is a performance, but it also speaks to the importance of arts education And why music in schools is so important because Uh as we all know when budgets are talking and people are running for office and looking for somewhere to save Uh some money Uh music get music out of schools get art out of the schools and that's the first thing to look for Uh as opposed to knowing how much how important music is not only to children but to the economy of that city um, that neighborhood and even if you guys will go you know, look it up at the one of the Arts Huntsville pages. They actually have a study of how that money impacts and makes a difference. And I'm talking
1: billions with yep. a B yep. of money that this generates. That's why the STEM conversation can never exclude STEAM. It has to be the arts piece in there as well. We can never lose our focus on the importance, the critical importance of art yeah. style young people because the creativity that comes from that, the opportunity for expression that comes from that, we can never lose that.
0: No, and again, we we wouldn't be here in this capacity that we know of the world without music. Music is one of those things that, again, it drives conversation, it drives our emotions, it drives uh, so many different things through life. You know, there's two things that make it very hard, nearly impossible uh, for people to argue. It's pretty hard, and I've, I've studied this, I've watched this for a little bit, it's... Pretty hard. Well, actually, I think I saw it on an Oprah show, like back in the 90s, but <laughs> it is very hard for people to argue when there's British people around or there's jazz music playing in the background. <laughs> Just think about it, you know, take some time to think about the last time you saw somebody arguing or better yet, you see someone arguing put on some smooth jazz yeah. and just see if they can get through that argument. Yeah. It's very difficult <laughs> to get through an argument with jazz music playing in the background yeah, yeah. or British people around. Yeah. Especially if those British people are playing jazz music, you're not going to argue. <laughs> so if you want to defuse an argument or you want to you know, get out of that argument, turn on some jazz music yeah. and it'll save your life That's right. so are there any now i've got to imagine there's got to be some some great food and businesses that are out there as well for people to connect with and i know you can't name all of them but you know just some of that off the top of your head that people can look forward to i hope mangoes yeah. is going to be out there <laughs> with with some of that jerk chicken and curry chicken but what are some of the food and businesses that could be out
1: there? yeah we expect mangoes to be on board as they have been for the last three years we really appreciated their support. The way we're handling that this year is that we've partnered with downtown huntsville inc who's one of our financial sponsors this year too and we appreciate yeah. them and shout out to them for that but we know that they always have food truck things going on and so they've got the whole list they've got all the people out certified to do food in public and so we're allowing them to coordinate that whole process so they're putting out a, a thing saying hey we got five sundays who wants to come we're looking for three to four per show. Wow. And on one of those weeks, there's going to be a food truck rally. So there'll be 10 to 12 or maybe Ooh. even more lined up like we did one day last year. Yeah. And so there'll be many more options available for people for that one show. So look wow. out for food trucks every week. But one of the weeks will be an actual food truck rally. And then, of course, our VIP ten, I got to give a big shout out to all of those restaurants that support us by uh, donating food uh and there's a bunch of them that will just come alongside and say here's this for your vip tent we're going to go ahead and throw this at you and i mean it's always you know like mouth (laughs) mouth watering (laughs) food i mean it's like it's the real deal yeah and we're real excited about having those folk on board in addition to some new ones this year that we haven't completely identified everybody yet wow again you guys
0: make sure you share Tell somebody about this. Bring a friend. Bring the kids out. This is five Sundays, five. correct? Five Sundays. One, two, three, four, fifth Sundays <laughs> that you guys have an opportunity to come out and enjoy music, discover new music, uh, to bring the kids out, to get something to eat. Make it a dinner night. You know, say hey, instead of us having dinner at home, we're gonna have dinner in the park. In have the park. a you know a park, and yeah. especially if it's your anniversary month, if it's a birthday month do something a little different, you know, come out to the park, have some fun and enjoy yourself and, and support this stuff that is going on, this jazz in the park that's going on. Uh, this collaboration between the city of Huntsville offers a multicultural affairs and the Magic City Smooth Jazz. You guys, again, this is going to be a very special weekend. Well, weeks, you know, of just stuff going on. What do you think about, you know, before we get out of here and again, If you guys have any questions make sure you drop them in the chat room whether you're watching on youtube or facebook live and we will get those questions to mr anderson what do you think about the how huntsville is building this new entertainment and business sectors and just all these different things that's that's coming it's got to be pretty exciting man
1: man it's about as exciting as anything (laughs) right now for me because it gives me one more reason to tell people, man, why are you going to Nashville? Why are you right. going to Atlanta? I mean, it's okay. Look, I travel too. I yeah. like going places. It's all good to go someplace every now and then. Yeah. But when your argument is that there's nothing here, then there's not much I can say. Yeah. But that has changed. In fact, that's not the case now, but even more so as we think about Dave and Buster's coming, we see Top Golf just blowing it up over yeah. there. You know, All kinds of stuff happening over there. You see the amphitheater that's coming. Yep. You see that whole development of mid city happening. Yeah. You see the food court that's coming downtown, right across the street from the embassy, next to the new AC Marriott. You see the, um, uh, there's a, a, a Moles coming downtown yeah. and, and all these other strategically placed things that are happening. You see the new project across the street from Whole Foods that's coming up right now. Yep. That's gonna be retail stuff as well as some shops from some restaurants. It's just an exciting time to be in the city of Huntsville, man. And I'm in a position where I'm in meetings sometimes, and I hear things being talked about that, of course, I can't talk about necessarily. But I'm excited about it. The number one question I get from people is, when is Cheesecake Factory coming to Huntsville? Oh, man. And the truth is, I can't tell you because I don't know. I really don't know. But I will say there have been conversations, there have been ideas thrown around. Cheesecake oh. has been to Huntsville to kind of see what's going on. There's a whole lot of other places been to Huntsville to see what's going on. So we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. Huntsville's growing, it's evolving. It's becoming a destination place for a lot of people, for a lot of reasons. The FBI re- relocating a thousand jobs here. Yeah. You got Mazda Toyota bringing 4,000 jobs. That's 5,000 jobs with two different locations. And then a the new GE Aviation plant opens up last week with several hundred jobs. Yeah. And so you got all of these big things happening you got the chamber right now working on any, you know, scores of additional projects. Yeah. You know, you just don't know what's gonna happen because Huntsville is rapidly becoming that place. Yes. And people out of here that have been here for a minute can appreciate that. Oh yeah. Even now when somebody says, I wanna go, you know, when somebody says to me, there's not enough happening in Huntsville, I'm like, look, if you're really serious, just talk to me. You know, I, I'm not gonna throw stuff at you just to fill in the blanks, but I'm gonna show you There's a whole lot more happening than you probably realize. I've been able to convince some people and some people still aren't convinced, and that's okay. My goal is not to convince everybody that Huntsville is the place and that it has much more diversity than it ever has before. Mm -hmm. My goal is to simply say, let me make you aware of what's happening because it may not be your thing, but it could be somebody else's thing. And there's a reason that families are moving here, and that's because it's a great place to live.
0: I mean again you 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 nailed you hit the nail right on the head that again we don't have to go to, to atlanta or nashville florida all these different places you know we have a lot of entertainment a lot of opportunities a lot of business a lot of education that's happening right here in the rocket city and for one of the things that i hear all the time is i can't find a job or i can't find you know a place to work or there's nobody hot For one, if you would say, I can't find it, I'll take that. But please don't say that nobody's hiring. Right, right. right. Nobody's hiring? That's that's not true.
1: Nobody? (laughs) (laughs) Are you
0: sure? Right. You can't find them. I get that. Please don't say nobody's hiring. Right, right. Because that, oh, man. But anyway, there's a lot of opportunities. And... I'm seeing, you know, places that are doing job training, yeah. that are doing uh, these job workshops, affairs. job yeah. fairs yeah. all the time. And if you guys aren't following the Office of Multicultural Affairs, please follow their Facebook page, sign up to their newsletter, visit them, and find out about some of these opportunities, you know, for education. Or again, there's always there's an answer to your question, and. The Office of Multicultural Affairs is one of those resources, one of the many resources in Huntsville where you can go and get the ball rolling. I'm looking for employment, where do I go from there? I'm looking for a place to open up my business or grants or uh, nonprofits, where do I go? And they're one of the places that you can go, call, email, visit to get the ball rolling, to answer your question. So please take advantage of that and get someone else uh, or tell someone else, you know, tell someone else that needs that information. Um, so, again, this kicks off, Jazz in the Park Huntsville yep. kicks off
1: when September 2nd, Labor Day weekend. like can't, can't think about a better time to make it go down. It's going to work the next day. I mean, everybody can come out and have a great time. I mean, that first night, man, we expect it to be just a monster night. We know a lot of people going to come out. We know there's a lot of energy around it now because we're really pushing our Facebook page for Jazz in the Park Huntsville, our Facebook page for Twitter, Facebook page for Instagram. We got out there just pushing all kind of information out. Our sponsors are lining up and shout out to all of our sponsors, especially the one that we could not do this without. And that's Lexus of Huntsville. I got to give them the hugest shout out because they've been our presenting sponsor now for four years. And we're extremely happy to have them on board and excited about the partnership. They get it. They understand it. And a quality dealership, like, like Lexus being aligned with Jazz in the Park, it just fits. Yeah, it don't get no classier than that. It doesn't get classier <laughs> than that. So you want to come out as your family. You want to bring your lady out. You want to come on out and just have a nice evening with your friends. Yeah. You want to come out with your frat, your organization, your sorority. You just want to come out. In fact, there are volunteer opportunities. I meant to mention that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we've got um, the Coalition of 100 Black Women are going to come out every week wow. and volunteer. So. We hope that people will come out and just give us a little bit of your time and and be a part of the energy of the process because, you know, when you do that, it helps us keep it free. Yeah. You know, it helps us keep it high quality so that you come out and everybody has a great time and everybody looks around and says, boy, this is a homegrown product here in Huntsville. Huntsville's doing this and people are going to walk away this year going, man, (laughs) they're going to go, wow. The fifth week, we're partnering with the Wine Crush Group. We're going to have a jazz brunch on that Sunday. That's something we've not done before. Ahead of the evening concert. So people are gonna get two for one on that weekend. And we got a lot of stuff going you on. You guys,
0: man. I mean, you guys start <laughs> making your plans That's now <laughs> to come out to Jazz in the Park, yeah. Huntsville. Also, volunteers for volunteers. Anyone that has any questions or wants to get involved, make sure that you reach out. How can they reach out to get involved or volunteer or information?
1: A couple ways. My uh, email is kenny.anderson at huntsvilleal.gov, and the word Huntsville spelled out. So, huntsvilleal.gov, no dot in between the AL and the gov. Kenny.Anderson at HuntsvilleL.gov. You can go to our Facebook page, which is Jazz in the Park Huntsville. You can go to our Instagram page, which is the same. You go to our Twitter page. You can shoot me a message there. You can get some background information and figure out what's going on. And you can make a call to 256-883-3993 in order to talk to me personally. I will come meet you somewhere. I will ask you to come to my office. If you got an idea, you see something we're not doing, tell us. This is not an exclusive thing. We're not, you know, six people in a room trying to figure out how to make this thing happen, you know, and keep everybody else away. We're like saying, no, no, come one, come all. If you think you got something to contribute to this process that we haven't thought about, because we don't have all the brains, you know, we got brains, but not all the brains. If you got something (laughs) that you want to add to the equation or some idea that you think we need to consider that we haven't thought about, please let us know. Don't, you know, don't shoot us down because something didn't happen. Maybe it didn't happen because we didn't know help us just you know. help us out it's your thing Absolutely. so work with us and we're gonna make this a great
0: event for all of huntsville that's what i'm talking about you guys make sure you reach out tell someone make plans to come out to this event and again kenny thank you everyone that's involved with this and everything that the office of multicultural affairs has been doing um, everyone from you know yourself to even you know the interns the yeah. people that have come and gone over the years you know to make this happen because it, it is important and as i say hindsight is twenty twenty. so you know those times where you and people kind of look back at the work you've done and think man this is great but the strength that you guys have to not get complacent and keep moving to not just say all right we we did it you know we're done and just to keep doing it it is great and again you guys one of the one of the other reasons why i wanted to uh to have kenny anderson on the show and to talk with him is just a, a I've seen him. I've seen you out, you know, in the community doing these different things and being an example. Um, We all know, you know, some of our elders that may have a difficult time or just may not understand this generation or the generation that's come after them. But instead of either judging or staying away from it, you become a part of it. Um, in your own responsible, cordial, respectful way to be that example, to say, hey, I'm not too cool for school. We can still hang out, get to know one another um, in this hip hop generation or this new STEM tech education and everything. So I look at you as one of those guys, one of the many people here in Huntsville that again, connects and engages with the community and doesn't just stay afar and just point fingers and you know this is what's wrong, uh, and and you get involved. So thank you and everyone that does that uh, for continuing to do that. You know, so thank you.
1: Well, thank you for what you do too, and I think that this platform that you have is an extremely important one. Uh, I'm always affirming the voice of your gener, the voices of your generation. Mm-hmm. You have valuable things to say. Uh, you are willing to take the mantle run with the baton yeah. and i'm like yo run as fast as you can run <laughs> as far as you can run well, right. as long as you want to run i'm good you know yeah. i'm not compete with nobody i'm like yo there's something for all of us to do in this process Absolutely. so let's all get a piece of this thing and make it happen and if we're all moving the process forward moving the community forward lifting people up we're doing the right thing we're in the right space the right time for the right reason
0: That's what I'm talking about. You guys, this has been another special episode of In Tune with T-Mill. Thank you guys for watching on Facebook Live. Please share this episode also to everyone watching on YouTube. We are live at the Maitland Conservatory. We are powered by the Maitland Conservatory. Please make sure you visit. Shout out to everyone that came out to the recital last night it was the spring recital i know it was 89 degrees outside but it's the spring recital so the summer recital will be coming up but thank you guys for coming out to see the children to see what they're doing here at the mainland conservatory these children are learning how to score music and score films they're learning skills and instruments and things that are going to to, to to set the foundation and the platform for years to come. These kids are learning how to make $100,000 salaries at age nine. So please make sure you come out and support them. If you have any questions of how to enroll in instrumental training, piano training. You're never too old to learn uh, an instrument. Please come out to the Maitland Conservatory to ask how you can learn these things. They also have mixing and engineering classes for you producers, sound engineers, and people that want to work behind the scenes. Trust me, not everybody has to be a rapper on TV or a singer. Somebody's got to mix the music. Somebody's got to engineer it. And in most cases, they make more money than the, than the artists. Just saying. So make sure you guys come out. We are produced by Sunshine Enterprises and PalisadeHills.net for all of your royalty-free music. Stop stealing music off of YouTube and off the internet. Go get royalty-free music, original music from PalisadeHills.net right here in the Rocket City. I will see you guys on the next episode of N2&T Mill. On behalf of Kenny Anderson and everything jazzy, we'll see you on the next episode. Peace.